If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Mike Minotti, and I am a Nintendog. Hi, I'm Jeff Grubb, and I'm a Nintendog. And we are the last of the Nintendogs. I didn't forget to say that part this Don't forget ever again. No, okay, okay. that sounded like a threat. We got our (laughs) Christmas music. We're we're good. Uh, I I, I hope Bobby Kotick's having a Merry Christmas this year. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Wow, what a a day. We we have uh, a new Activision Blizzard report from... uh, was it the Wall Street Journal? Yes. And Game Awards nominations are going to come in uh, at some point while we're doing this show in about 20 minutes. And we are also talking about what Nintendo game we would remake if we can. And a very special anniversary is also coming up. Jeff, uh, how's it going? I know it's a little hectic for you today. Yeah, it's hectic. Uh, the, so the one kid was sick last week. This week, the other one's feeling it's a little bit different. It's coming out the back. It's the, the front. But, you know, we're dealing with it. And she's uh, she's being a champ. She's watching Abby Hatcher. For some reason, upstairs TV, she likes to watch robot trains. When we come down the basement, she only likes to watch Abby Hatcher. It's like her environment changes her mood or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I will say, though, that I'm pretty unplugged from what's happening right now. And I feel wow. like... Things are happening right now. It's kind of the, the the sense I'm getting. Things are happening. Before we jump into that, you know, Space Dovacan sent in a super chat asking for a Game Awards nominee predictions. We could pretty much only do that now because they're coming in in like 20 minutes. So, what? How many? What, your, what were your five guesses here? Oh God, I don't remember. I, okay, I remember because yours were <laughs> Deathloop. I can remember this: Deathloop, Returnal, uh-huh. Psychonauts 2, mm-hmm. uh, Metroid, Dread, and Forza. Yes, and I think I think my answer might be Jeff's, but replace Returnal with um, Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank, and uh, there might be a chance for it to get snubbed, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not even sure what would replace it anymore. I, think I mean, it I like takes Hitman two 3. might have like a yeah, Hail Mary sort true. of thing. It, it takes two might have a chance, but uh-huh. it's it, rough. Um, right. Yeah. It very shortly, explain to me why you think Returnal is getting nominated because you're not alone in this. But uh, like, I, I thought that 
I know that we don't like Returnal that much, or you like it, as you always like say. It. You don't like it that much. I like it less than you, to be honest, even though you're the one who gets all the shit for it. Uh, do you really think that many people will love it, that it's going to get nominated for Game of the Year or okay, win so it, is what you said? That's part. I guess that's part of it. I, I do think that the right specific people... There's a couple things. Let's. The main thing here is that... It's the game I don't think is going to get nominated that a lot of people seem to like, and I'm, I always get these things wrong. So I'm like, I'm <laughs> well, like, it's, it's self doubt. Yeah, it, well, yes, it's like I'm like I think I might not have popular tastes. I think my tastes are uh, are so like uh, off to the side that if I think something's probably like, oh, no, that that won't get nominated. Chances are it, it probably will. And the other thing there is Resident Evil uh, Village. I think might have a chance of getting in there. Right. I, for, I keep forgetting about that Me one. Too. I think a lot of people do those. I think, I, I think a lot of people do it too. It. But I think there's. I, th- I but I don't know if that means it won't get nominated because I think it might be the yeah. kind of thing when people sit down and think about it. A lot of the people doing the nominating might actually push well, it in there. We'll, so we'll talk about. We'll talk about this more when it comes in here. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell, yeah, I'll tell you what, if, if Returnal is nominated, I'll, I I owe you something. We'll I, figure I'll, that I'll out. Just, the other thing is that um, Death Stranding got nominated the year it came out. And that game, like when it came out, not everyone even like liked it all that much. I think more people <laughs> seem to like, like it's, I think Returnal's more crowd pleasing. And yet it still appeals to that same like Sony exclusive audience that it, there's a lot of people like that in the press that you know, they're into Sony stuff. So to me, there's just like, there's a, there's a chance that it might just ride those sales. Okay, Jeff, let's get into this. With a, uh, this wall street journal, uh, absolutely bonkers new report that just came out a little bit ago. This includes some new bombshells, some of which are directed at Bobby Kotick himself. And I just want to say this, let's, let's read this one right now. Let's do it. In, in 2006, one of his, meaning Bobby Kotick, assistants complained that he had harassed her, including by threatening in a voicemail to have her killed, according to people familiar with the matter. He settled the matter, he settled the matter out of court, the people said. The Activision spokeswoman told the Wall Street Journal, Mr. Kotick quickly apologized 16 years ago for the obviously hyperbolic and inappropriate voicemail, and he deeply regrets the exaggeration and tone in his voicemail to this day. Jeff! They, they are not even denying that he threatened to kill somebody. <laughs> they're just saying that he's a comedian and this was a they're just, joke. They're just saying oh, he feels bad about it. He was Jokerified. Okay, that makes sense. He just went all full Joker and he's like, I'm tired of pretending this isn't funny when I threaten to murder my underlings. In 2007, he was sued by the flight attendant of a private jet he co-owned. The flight attendant claimed the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her. And after she complained to the other owner, Mr. Kotick fired her. The defendants denied the allegations in a separate action related to legal fees in the case. An arbitrator, citing what he said was sworn testimony, wrote that Mr. Kotick told the flight attendant and her attorneys, I'm going to destroy you. A spokesperson for Mr. Kotick denied that he said that. In 2008, they settled by paying the attendant 200000 according to the arbitrator's decision. A spokesman for Mr. Kotick said he couldn't have fired her in retaliation for complaining because she never complained directly to him. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, so, uh, the co-head of Activision, uh, Treyarch studio was accused of sexual harassment in, uh, 2007 and the HR department recommended that he be fired, but Mr. Kotick stepped in and, and kept him on board and just, uh, punished him slightly instead. Uh, I think he finally left the company recently, like maybe super recently. I don't even know if it was reported yet, but apparently when the wall street journal was, was uh, asking about it. He, he was gone. This the the uh, Treyarch guy was um, Dan Bunting. Okay. By the way, right, Dan Bunting. Yeah. yeah. 
And remember, it did General Neal's uh, departure seem a little sudden and weird? You know, I, I think we, we we even hypothesized about that, that this is probably her indicating that she doesn't have uh, a lot of hope for the way, the direction of Activision Blizzard. But that that's probably us just over overthinking things, right, Mike? <laughs> Well, according to the Wall Street Journal, Jen O'Neill sent an email to a member of Activision's legal team in which she professed a lack of faith in Activision's leadership to turn the culture around, saying it was clear that the company would never prioritize our people the right way. In that email, she said that she had been sexually harassed early in her career at Activision and that she was paid less than her male counterpart at the hem of Blizzard and wanted to discuss her resignation. And then the quote is, I've been tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. So, for, first off... Wait. How do they? How did they not pay her as Wait. much as Mike Ybarra? She wasn't paid the same as Mike Ybarra, like, like, like right, uh, like a couple weeks ago. They like, literally promote. They literally like push these two people up for uh, not for entirely for optics, but optics was a big part of it. Why not pay the woman as much as the man? Like Jesus Christ! I mean, you should like, anyways. But like, with everyone watching and everything, this that that is bonkers. That is so nuts to me. Like they are, they make a big deal about how, like internally, if you look at our, if you look at our figures, we've done a good job of of, right. equi- of equating pay between um, men and women, and that hasn't been a problem for us for years. Uh, they're doing the same exact job. Like literally, they have the same title, and the whole point is that they are co-equal. He- they were co-equal heads of the of this company of the most like important developer, Activision Blizzard. Like that is nuts to me. So pretty wild stuff here but for for the first time like bobby kotick himself is like directly being accused of things and not just of like being a bad manager and right. things happening under his watch here so i i'm i wonder if he, they knew this report was coming and that's why that pay cut happened or, or that may have still just been a reaction to that quarter more than anything else but i don't know jeff it's like hard for me to even wrap my brain around this madness now i mean we are we even at the end of this yet because it's been going on for a while now, and it still feels like there's deeper places we can go. I don't know. I I, I feel like um, you're probably right about how Kodak, uh, I, you know, the quarter was one thing, but now all this stuff coming out, he probably didn't know this was coming. Getting requests for, for um for comment from Wall Street Journal, he knew that's what this is really about now, obviously. Now, um, it, are we at well, the look, end? I don't know. I, I feel like not. I feel like we are probably going to have more stories like this coming. So this is happening. Uh, and, you know, it's obviously not nearly as important unless you're a, a board member. But it looks like Call of Duty is going to be soft this year. Uh, is Bobby finally in actual trouble here, Jeff? Yes. I don't know if he's if it's trouble that he's going to get, uh, you know, get kicked out the door. But yes, I mean, if if, if ever it was going to happen, it's now uh, this. I mean, the timing of this report could not have been worse. You're right with Call of Duty. It puts all the pieces into place for the board, for the investors, for the public, for the press, for fans, for employees, everyone all to voice their concern at the same time and say, listen, we all have a different reasons why we don't want this person here. And we, re- we recognize even as employees and even as, as, as consumers and as the media that you as investors care about your money first. And we, while that's disgusting when there's real people's lives here, um, your money's also being affected now. So can we talk about, let's move forward. Let's move past Bobby Kotick. I think now, I think it's going to, I think there's a good chance it happens now. Uh, because 
they're going to have to change things up anyhow, right? And has he proven that he knows the path beyond where they're at right now? No. So you're going to have to give him the, the benefit of the doubt that he could figure this out. Well, why do that when all these stories are coming out and you could just go in a different direction and there's a million capable CEOs who would take on this job and, uh, and, you know, probably do just as bad a job in many ways. But, but I mean, honestly, right now it's like we're talking about Bobby Kotick. I think this is it. I think this is, there's a good chance he gets kicked out now. Yeah, this is going to be something really interesting to keep an eye on here. Again, this report had just come out, so the reactions are probably going to be happening even while we're doing this show. If uh, Chad, if you notice anything crazy happening as a follow-up to this, let us know. Like, it's not like how fast does this stuff move? Like, again, maybe I'm getting way at myself. We're not going to get like a resignation during this show, are we? I don't think so. I I feel like Bobby Kotick's not going to. Res- I mean, he's not going to resign. He's going to get kicked out. I mean, I, I, and get, screaming. he might like. The resignation letter might come, but he'll have to kick and scream some first. Like he's yes. going to be the whole like, oh, yeah, you take me dead or alive or something like that. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Imagine imagine all the years and all the money spent keeping like, does that happen? What, 2007? They said keeping that story about him threatening to kill a person <laughs> under wraps. If I threaten to kill a co-worker, Jeff, I'm just fired. Yeah, I mean, I'm just done. Or or. or <laughs> You're actually funny. <laughs> we know that you're just joking well, when you threaten to okay, kill me. Okay, that's to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I am actually being hyperbolic. I tell you what, I, I, I have a feeling that you it would wasn't never the do it to someone below you. You would never that's do it to true. someone below that's you. That's true. I yes. would never. It is just so obvious that you can't do that because you hold actual power over these people. You, they and like if you're like one of the most powerful people in the world, like Bobby Kotick, you sh- you show up in the black book of of what's his name the. The, the the sex trafficker guy that hung himself like you're in his black book you're hanging out with bill gates and all this stuff you're like one of the most powerful people in the world and you threaten to kill someone it's not funny it's just not when mike does it he's like a weakling in ohio and not, like you, not that i can even remember you ever actually doing it i don't know why i'm making this about that but like point is is that you can be hyperbolic at work it's possible you got to do it to, to equals in a setting where people understand it. you can't ever do it down that's yeah uh, yeah, so so whew, this is this is absolutely nuts. So okay, the Game Awards nomination stream is live. We'll let that play out once we yeah. have a full list here. We will talk about that. Oh, apparently we got an Activision comment that Dean just just forwarded to us. Uh, oh, here, okay. So let's read this. Here's the company statement from Activision Blizzard in response to this. I'm reading this for the first time right now with you guys. We are disappointed in the Wall Street Journal's report, which oh, presents man. an inaccurate and misleading view of Activision Blizzard and our CEO. Instances of sexual misconduct that were brought to his attention were acted upon. The uh, Wall Street Journal ignores important changes underway to make this the industry's most welcoming and exclusive workplace, and it fails to account for the efforts of thousands of employees who work hard every day to live up to their and our values. Okay, tangent here. They they said the shit before. What does it matter what changes they're making right now? You still if you still like committed crimes or you still did <laughs> bad things. It doesn't matter that you that you think you reformed or are not even reformed, but are in the process of reforming. That's like what does anything work like that in the real world? It continues. The constant desire to be better has always set this company apart, which is why, at Mr. Kodak's direction, we have made significant improvements, including a zero-tolerance policy for inappropriate conduct. 
and it is why we are moving forward with unwavering focus, speed, and resources to continue increasing diversity across our company and industry and to ensure that every employee comes to work feeling valued, safe, respected, and inspired. We will not stop until we have the best workplace for our team. I want uh, So that's the whole statement. I wonder if... Um, the employees are going to rise up again here. There's going to be another demonstration, another letter or right. something. Cause it's again, this is like the same thing as last time where it's like, you know, one of these giant reports comes out with all like these claims and these serious issues and they just immediately deflect. Oh God. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I, um, it reminds me of like when an, an NBA owner gets called out as being like racist or something like that. And the NBA acts and can do something because it like has a, a firm control over who it enables to be in its club. And it's like, man, I, I mean, it'd be nice to have something like that right now. I mean, obviously, the, there wouldn't like that would it wouldn't work that way in video games to have to become up from the bottom and have, like involve a union and say like, hey, oh, our talented employees that actually create these games won't work for this person. And and you will not be able to create games uh, until you get rid of them. Um, but yeah, uh, this, that's very, very frustrating to hear that, that comment. That's um, I, I'm kind of sick of Activision pretending that it is Bobby Kotick. Bobby Kotick's never made a game. Right. He's yeah, not, I know. He is, he is compared to the people that make the games. His value is zero. It is just, it is so annoying when they're like, our CEO, like, okay, we get it. Your secretary wrote this. Like, you made, like, you dictated to her what, what you wanted them this exactly to say, and it's just frustrating. Um, I don't mean to laugh, but during all of this, George yeah. Forbes still in chat. It's just like Returnal sucked. It was a six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, just I, thank you, George. I thank you, that. George, for breaking that that, that tension <laughs> there. I appreciate it. Breaking the tension there. Oh man. Okay. Uh, never change. Yeah, no, George, please don't change. ever change, George. I'm serious. We are serious. Don't ever change. Uh, um, all God. right. I so I get. Gosh, again, maybe more is going to drop on this. We have a lot to get to, though. Let's let's move on here. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's we'll, read we'll talk about bit. this more on on Games Decides for sure. If nothing for else sure. happens today, but uh, yeah, yeah, there'll be more. So some other news here while we're waiting for those nominations to drop. Uh, so we had MPD last week, and we talked about Games Beat Decides, but some of the Nintendo highlights here. Yeah. Metroid Dread was number three, and this is for the, this is a U.S. charting thing. Uh, and it sold 845,000 copies in the U.S. in its debut month of October. It came out on October 8th. So it seems like a very good start there. It was like... It's like twice as good as Metroid Prime's launch, and this is only accounting for uh, physical... The position is number three, not the 845k anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh so it's doing very well. It's going to probably be the best selling Metroid game ever, and we'll see how far that takes it. Yeah, uh estimations, and I don't know exactly where this is coming from, but pe- people seem to think it's it's uh, it's accurate. It's 1.8 million in the first month for Metroid Dread, and that's uh yeah, that's more than it ever has sold before. Well, yes. I mean, in terms of in the first month. So Absolutely. that's very good. That's a very strong debut. Mm-hmm. And some other highlights. Uh, Mario Party Superstars was at number eight, and uh, Nintendo was uh, the best. Uh, the Switch was the best-selling console in October again. It had a long streak that was broken in uh, September. Finally, who broke it? Was it PlayStation or Xbox? I can't. It was PlayStation? Right? Uh, it was PlayStation Five broke it for uh, the, the unit sales, and that was the first time unit sales was mm-hmm. broken. Xbox back in June or July, around E3, broke it for dollar sales. Okay. So, yeah, so so pretty good news there for Nintendo all around. Seems like, right, they seem like they're in a pretty good position going into the holiday, except for soft, uh, hardware shortages, but everybody's dealing with that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, literally everybody, like Playdate, uh, yeah. uh, Steam, like the Steam Deck, everything. Everything's dealing with that. 
Uh, all right, Jeff, Twitch is on Switch, and it sure is fun to say that, but the yeah, Twitch, Twitch app on is, Switch. Twitch, the Twitch app is on Switch. Now, this isn't like, you can't stream directly from your Switch or anything, but right. you can watch other people's Twitch streams on your Switch now, if you so choose to. So, that's fine. That's nice. Yeah. This, this is actually, the, it makes me think of the kind of things that they could have done if they weren't going to go full Switch Pro. For this Switch OLED model, maybe just beef up the juice a little bit, like increase the clock speeds of, of whatever, and enable us to stream directly from the Switch. Let us, um, and then also let us do voice chat directly on the Switch. I, I get that they like that would maybe bifurcate the the audience a little bit more than they would want with this vo the voice chat thing. Um, but it's I'm sure a lot of that is just they don't want the the OS to feel s sloppy and 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 laggy and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, it'd be nice just to have that stuff built in. And I get that we would probably need a more powerful switch before we get that stuff. But I downloaded it. I don't know if I'm ever going to open tw the Twitch app on the Switch. Sure. I mean, I have a laptop that I have in bed if I want to watch Twitch, yeah. right? That's yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I got a new phone that I'm very happy with. I watch Twitch on there all the time. So, yeah, yeah that, that, you know, I'm why? fine. May as well put it on there. Why not? Yep. Why not? Uh, the World Ends With You Final Remix is free for Nintendo Switch Online subscribers until November 16th. It's on sale for 30% off until November 23rd. Jeff, this is the uh, remastered version of the original. Yes. Uh, the newer one that came out this year. This is kind of interesting to see. I wonder if they'll do more stuff like this to just kind of add a bit more value to Nintendo Switch Online here and there. Yeah, it's... um. It, so yeah, like I'm mean, just reading it and hearing what you said. It is free to play until eleven sixteen, right. and then until eleven twenty three, you could purchase it and then continue to own it. But it, you won't have access to it after that at all, right? It, it's like it's going to go that this free access is going to go away on eleven sixteen. That's how it works. Yes, that's how it's going to work. Okay, so it's not it's not like a PS Plus game. Is what I <laughs> no, mean, it's no, it's exactly. I don't think yeah, it's not like a. PlayStation Plus thing. I mean, ultimately, the goal here, I think, is to get you into the game, and then you end up buying, buying it. it. Right. Okay. Thing. Right. Uh, but it still is something, it's something, right? It's something, yeah. I mean, other companies do, like, free-to-play periods with their games, you know, outside of subscri subscription stuff. So I'm not too thrilled by this, but whatever. I mean, any sort of perk with my the $50 a year I'm paying for that thing now, I'll take. Yeah, I wonder how many people who are really interested in that haven't actually, like, the, the original World Ends of You haven't played it yet, but hey, mm -hmm. why not? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the remastered uh, collection that just came out a bit ago, apparently included some of the hot coffee code. That was uh, the big scandal back in the day. Now, you can't say you can play this uh, mode or anything, but the code is in there, which is kind of problematic of itself. It's been taken right. off of the PC stores. Uh, on Metacritic, it has uh, one of the lowest user review score ratings ever. It's like a 0 0.5 or something. Uh, Jeff, what is going on here? How could they have messed this up so badly? I, I mean, the only way you mess this stuff up is if you just don't care, right? Like, you don't care about yeah. like You just kind of, like, you hire a studio, the, the, you take the lowest bidder, and... You say, okay, yeah, we're going to pay you that amount, that amount, go make these things. And then you get to a point where it's obvious to everyone that this is kind of a shoddy job, but you invested that money. So you just put it out because you just don't care. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know any other way to put it. Like, I, it, it's business and, and business can sort of justify not caring, but it's still sort of a, a disrespectful position to take towards your, one of your own most important game franchises. Um, th 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 this thing is, uh, 
like looking at it, like, you know, at first I was like, in, in the first trailer, I'm like, this looks pretty good. And I still think in some instances it looks pretty I thought good. I it looks great. I thought it looked, uh, that, that trailer had me completely bamboozled. I would yes. admit it. I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I like the way the characters looked. And then you get to like other situations like, oh, they just hid all the stuff that they knew looked like junk. And they hid all the stuff that like, it was obviously just AI algorithms cutting corners. And, and it's like across the entire thing. It's not just like, like I think last week, um, maybe it was Games Week Decides, we talked about like how they just did an upscaling on the lettering on, on buildings and it was like missing letters or whatever. But like there's a, a, a shop called, uh, you know, Donuts or something like <laughs> yeah. that. And it's supposed to have like a donut, a round donut. And right next to it is supposed to be a like a bolt, like a nut. Um, and it's supposed to be hexagonal. But the algorithm rounded that too because they just thought it was polygonal uh, because the system wasn't powerful enough to back then. So now you just have a round donut and then this round metal circle next to it and the joke doesn't work anymore. It's, uh, I don't know. That That is, to me, that is indicative of what this whole thing is. Just right. slap they, they some... did as much of it automatically as they possibly could and didn't right. like double check the computer's work even. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's rough. It's sad and it's, uh, I mean, it's bizarre because uh, like obviously this is something that if you had put work into it it would have sold very very well like that money would have been money well spent right yep yes yeah i mean you just you you sp you spend the money you do it right now i, I mean we have uh, probably a pretty good example of what this could look like coming up this next year in metroid prime and that remaster slash remake uh well like you know depending on where that spectrum it falls we, we're not exactly sure but you know it's somewhere in between uh and I expect that game, this is my expectations, and if it comes up short, then we'll we'll yell at Nintendo about it at that point. But my expectations are they will put in the effort to make sure that looks like you remember and then just better in all the ways that you want it to look better. Uh, that is not what happened here. And it's, yeah, and Nintendo should be rewarded for that with Metroid Prime. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy would have been even more rewarded because it's such a bigger, more appealing franchise to more right. people. So it's like... I don't, I don't get this. Like we had Strauss Zelnick at our at our Games B event this, this uh, last week, and I was just like, man, I'm impressed by this guy. He's he kind of knows what he's talking about. He's pretty smart. And then I look at that game, and I'm like, how does that happen under your leadership? How like you, you seem to have it so together? Uh, you guys, you, you obviously have a plan for for making money with you know your live service stuff, and you, you know, making Grand Theft Auto Six is going to be a challenge, obviously. But you guys think seem like you're confident enough to take it on. Uh, and you put out something like this, and it's just, oh, man, it, big companies, big companies that seem like they're pretty smart and know what they're doing, can also just blow it at any time. You just, it's so unexpected. Do you think they're going to do anything about this? Are they going to make a lot of fixes here? Are they? Uh, uh, is there any chance know. they redo the remakes? Like, are they going to go that far? Do you think they they're ultimately just kind of going to move on quietly? I, I'm I'm leaning towards they're moving on quietly. I mean, I think they're the like, Warcraft three reforged uh, yeah. uh, path, right? Like that's yes. what they did. Basically, they even I, promised some changes, and some of them never even came. Yeah. They're just like, let's just move on, everyone. <laughs> I I think the modders might just be. This might be the thing where the modders yeah. stuff, and that's actually the the other really frustrating thing here is that take two has been suing the modding community for putting out right. stuff for the original versions of the games, and uh, I mean threatening these people with lawsuits is unacceptable period but to do it just because like you want to hide that stuff because your game is so shit compared to it uh, that is especially galling and it's um uh, don't sue modders like just your video if you're a video game company i can't think of anything worse like uh, yep. and, and obviously there's worse thing but like in terms of treating your fans uh, it's, that's messed up don't do that 
All right, next story here. So Star Wars Knights of the Republic is now out on Switch. And also, Limited Run Games is doing a physical version of uh, the title. I think pre-orders for that are starting this week, if they haven't already. Jeff, I mean, I know this game has been available on phones forever, but it still tickles my fancy a bit. That I bought this it. is like on a Nintendo system. I got a code for it because I'm smarter than you. But <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I'm kind of I'm like excited to play it again, man. KOTOR is great. I uh, I am also excited to play it again. I started it up. I am uh, I'm like I, I don't really think I've really played it since it came out. Like, uh, and that's one of the Xbox games. Like, you know, I played that and a bunch of Halo and a few other things. But like that's that was the big one on Xbox for me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's been you know two decades. So uh, yeah, it's time to uh, time to go back. And I'm I'm enjoying myself so far. I know that I should like play Dark Side this time, but I don't want to play Dark Side no, in that game. No, I'm just going to make the decisions to feel right. So good when yep. you're when you play it like a Star Wars like hero, classic yeah. hero story with a good oh, that's so good. Yep. So that's fun. And then last thing here, Jeff. I know everybody's been going on about the Xbox anniversary, and that's nice. And obviously, it's the anniversary of an entire brand. Yes. But the GameCube's US launch uh, 20th anniversary is on <laughs> November 18th. You know how much I love the GameCube. I know that you love the GameCube. And I know, like, we kind of celebrated this already back when the Japanese launch happened. But even back then, I said, that doesn't really, that's not what I'm going to consider the no. 20th anniversary. To me, it's, you know, going to the mall, going to that that software center. Maybe it was a GameStop at that point and getting that blue, purple little piece of magic, bringing it home. Good stuff. Uh, Jeff, I think I think on the 18th, I'm going to uh, do a GameCube stream. If you would like to join me at all yes, or, let's or, do or it. whatever. No, that'd be great. Uh, and maybe, I might maybe, need your help setting some things up. <laughs> yes, I was thinking that maybe maybe if you want to plug in a GameCube or anything, I, actually, that might be pretty difficult. So maybe I'll set a few things up. Maybe we can even like connect our GameCubes over the Internet. I got maybe. some special tools and stuff. We'll make nice. it happen. With some multiplayer of zero. But yes, we're, yes. Go we're going to be doing some kind of a GameCube anniversary stream on Wednesday, Tuesday, on Thursday here, the yeah. 18th, in celebration of one of our favorite consoles. Uh, all yeah, right, definitely. that's it for the news. I think the, the the Game Award nominations are happening right now in real time. We're going to wait for those to wrap up, and we can just talk about them all at once here. So let's get let's start they, getting into they some they of these just put questions. out a list? Just put out a list. I don't need No, a... they're like doing like a live reveal of it, like uh. it's the Oscars or something, I know. So, <laughs> yeah. But once it's, once it's out, either chat with us know or we'll get an email and we will talk about it. But we have a bunch of questions here we can answer in the meantime, Jeff. So why don't we do that? Also, if you guys want to ask a question, be, be sure to uh, send it in in a super chat. And also, our, our topic this week is favorite or the Nintendo game we most want to see a remake of. So if you want to throw your suggestion in there or what your answer to that question would be, you can also do that in a super chat and we will read it. Alrighty, questions here. First one from Anderson64. Do you expect Nintendo to hit the ground running in 2022? Seems like a quiet uh, Q4 this year. I, I I can see how you might think it's a quiet Q4. It, it doesn't seem that bad to me, though. Maybe it's just because I liked Metroid so much, but we and I, I just kind of like the Mario Party a lot, too. And, and I understand you don't have a Zelda or a Mario or Smash Bros. or a Mario Kart, but still, it's pretty good. I mean, you do have a pokemon i know it's probably the least interesting like quote-unquote main series pokemon game we've gotten for a bit like it's, it's even less interesting than let's go pikachu and let's go eevee right mm -hmm. yeah I, i'm, I'm kind of like right there with you where it's like uh, i'm it, it, all these things seem like they're maybe slightly they're below mario and zelda tier 
but I'm still mostly excited about the stuff we're getting. And, and if Advance Wars was coming out, I would still be like very excited. Metroid Dread was the peak game for this for this holiday for them, though. And that's the thing. We've moved past Metroid Dread in terms of its release. So uh, it, the whole the, the fall is feeling a little bit lighter. But really, with Metroid Dread for me, I'm, I'm kind of not, I'm not, I'm not like, um, uh, you know, count, like counting my chickens. What, what's the opposite of counting chickens before you hatch? Like taking stuff for granted. I'm not taking Metroid Dread for granted. We got no. Metroid Dread and that was awesome. And so I'm still happy with this fall from Nintendo. Although I get the spirit of this of this question though, Mike, where, yeah, compared to like what I'm expecting from 2022, this year is lighter. And I do think they're going to hit the ground running and, you know, Pokemon Arceus, Legends, whatever. And uh, that, like, that's just the start. There's going to be, you know, then Advance Wars and Kirby... What's the Kirby game? Kirby's, Lot, Kirby Kirby's the near Lost, replicant. Kirby in the Lost World thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. And, and then, um, uh, then there's the, the Mario and Plus Rabbits two, um, Zelda two, Breath of the Wild two. Like there's, and that's the stuff we know about. You know, the other things that they haven't announced: Metroid Prime remake, remaster remake thing. Um, I think that yeah, I, I, there's there's a lot lot of stuff. You know, and then the the the, the dual pack of maybe the twilight princess and wind waker there's a lot of stuff that can come out next year so i'm expecting next year to be pretty good for the switch all right jeff we got these got these game award nominations and you ready i am so ready let's do this i i don't mike i don't care that much about the game awards and yet somehow like when this stuff happens i'm like no i want to talk about this it's this always is fun. fun it's fun I care a little bit i care it's kind of fun i mean these are definitely the most visible of the game of the year awards so it's I always just, interesting to see I care what about wins. our game awards more like that's the sure. thing that, that's meaningful to me but like yeah, everyone sort of puts a little bit of skin in this and that makes it fun to discuss with other people so let's do it game of the year nominations are death loop it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil No Village. way! Jeff, suck it down. <laughs> Listen, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I am. I'm sure yeah, you're happier. I'm happy. <laughs> I just feel, look, I just, you know, and once again, That's right. That's a good list. Yes, That's a you, very good list, actually. That right. list is fucking rules. I'm happy It Takes Two that got there. I'm actually yes. kind of happy Resident Evil uh, Village did. So that, that was, I, I was like... If Returnal doesn't make it, it's because Resident Evil Village got remembered and made it. That That right. is honestly well, what I think. That's what happened there. You didn't think Ratchet Clank was going to make it. And I think you let these losers in our chat get to you a little bit with their definitely. negativity. I definitely yeah, did. And it, uh, yes. And uh, like I've seen it elsewhere. So I definitely was like that. Like people are just like, mm -hmm. but yes, that negativity definitely got to me. That's so, a, that's a good list. So biggest snubs. We all knew Hitman 3 was going to be snubbed. It yes. came out way too long ago and like isn't a giant thing. So it's it not going to get snubbed at GameSpeed. We're going to, no, it's, it's still going to get its due. Yes. Um, so Forza Horizon didn't make it. And Jeff, uh, uh, dare I say it maybe didn't make it for reasons you may have talked about before and then got yelled at over. But it's like, it seems like that's what happened. Like, I I'm know technically. Yeah, I'm not saying anything else, I guess. I don't no, I know. It's I fine. I mean, listen, it, it's what happened. It's not it's that hard happened. to put two together. Like, it's fine. Like, look, we get it. There's got to be a cutoff some point, and some yeah. games are going to get hurt. And it was, to be clear, I can't even say anything. There wasn't a cutoff. But, you know, look, timing is always a thing, isn't it? Yes. So uh, that that's all I'll say about that. So, look, and look, <laughs> it's always tough for racing games anyways to, to win Game Wait. of the Year awards, even the best ones. Wait, what? What? Cruising Blast didn't get nominated? Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Let me see. Let me get to that category. Let me get to that category. You're View category. Wait, for best racing game? How many racing games were what there this the year? I am so mad at my. Oh, my God. Best okay. sports racing. Oh, because of sports and racing. Is that the problem here? Let's see. Best sports. Oh, my gosh. This site is awful. I just need a list. I just need a list in an email. This website is killing me. 
Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's down because everybody's looking at it. Great. Great. And we need a new link. We need help. Jeff's mad. Jeff's going to hurt furious. somebody. I am, I'm going to hurt somebody. Uh, I need to see if I need to make sure if Office 14 is nominated for best ongoing game or else I'm going to <laughs> do crimes. Uh, uh, let's. OK. Is there like a li- there's Nibel's got it or someone's got to be like just posting this stuff on Twitter, right? Like maybe Nibel, we just- Nibel's where I got the link. He posted game. He posted the game of the year nominees and this posted this link to the website that's down now. OK, well, shit. Let's see what IGN's got. Come on, IGN. <laughs> 20,000 employees. You got this. No, they don't have the list either. Just freaking out. We need to know. What maybe it was nominated for best soundtrack still, Jeff? Jeff mm. desperately. Like what? Like what? Do you, you sound like a hacker in a 1990s like bad <laughs> espionage. Movie. I'm yelling at people on Twitter. Oh yeah. What? Did, I thought you were trying to help with a problem. Of course, you're just complaining about it on Twitter instead. That's what was I thinking? That is. Much more effective than than helping with problems. I'm not going to be listen. Okay, Metro Dread got nominated for Game of the Year. That's okay. That's I'm good. Gonna, okay. Well, yeah. So before we move on here, what do you think is going to win Game of the Year now? All right. Are we look, allowed to actually do that? We <laughs> yeah yeah we about yeah we could speculate <laughs> it. Yeah yeah we could yeah absolutely. I huh. This is tough. It's, this it's a very interesting field this year, Jeff. Yes. I feel like almost everything except Resident Evil Village. Has a chance. It takes two. Probably doesn't have that much of a chance. No. Uh, maybe. Maybe now that it's nominated, more people play it. But like, we vote. The vote has to happen soon because this show happens in a couple of weeks. So, uh, listen. I think it's going to be Deathloop based looking at this list. And if it's not Deathloop, it. it's Metroid Dread. That's my I, guess. Yeah, I think Psychonauts is a very interesting. Dark I think so, Horse yes, here. that's a good point. I think Psychonauts two is is the, my pick for Dark Horse as well. Uh, I, the two favorites are Deathloop and Metroid Dread, though. We, we we've been saying for years that Microsoft wanted to get like a, a game of the year, right? And uh, yeah, and here it is. Of course, it came out for their platforms, but still, yeah, I'm sure yes. they're feeling pretty happy about that. All right, I gotta go help the kids. Gotta go potty. I'll be right back. All right, you do that. That good. Kill time for this website to come back while I play music. Fuck the game. What a terrible the game. I, I'm pretty happy with this list so far. Anyways. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. Here's the thing. If Deathloop wins, I will say I I I like Deathloop. I might even like it a lot. I don't like it that much. I don't I don't think it's game of the year good. I think I would. I think I. You know what? That's interesting. That I I played all of these games this year, huh? Look at me. Aren't I cool? So I played every single one of those. The site's still not really working great, but uh, yeah. So out of out of those, my favorites. It's probably it's funny that I play Resident Evil Village because normally I wouldn't, but I had to reveal it, so I did, and I did actually like it. I like I liked Resident Evil Village more than Deathloop. I'll admit that. I'll admit that, even with its faults, I like Deathloop still. But yeah, my favorite here is probably Dread, then maybe Rift Apart, then It Takes Two, then Psychonauts Two. I think that's how I would go. Then Resident Evil, then Deathloop. Suck it, Returnal. Suck it.
Yeah, Tales of Arise. That's that would have been cool, but as, as as much grounds as JRPGs are making, and even the Tales series specifically, probably still a ways to go before an RPG, a JRPG that isn't like Final Fantasy or Persona would get nominated. Thank you, Vsim. So. I'm sure it got nominated for RPG. We'll find out in a moment here. And it should have gotten nominated for best soundtrack also. Here's best sports racing game. Jeff, I got the best sports racing game thing up. You ready, Jeff? You're sneezy? A little sneezy? Just a little bit. I'm already. Hang on. I won't hang on for nothing. Let's see. Is the site working now? All right. I always love best game direction. It usually just looks exactly like a right, site. Of course. This is, yeah. Well, okay. I got best sports racing anyways. Do you want to hear everything that's better than Cruising Blast? F- uh, F1 2021, FIFA 22, Forza oh Horizon God. 5. So there's Forza. Hot Wheels Unleashed and Riders Republic. Have you played Riders Republic? I was, I was, I was I curious it. if you would like it. I don't. How much? How I much, don't like it. I don't get why people like it. How much worse is it than Cruise and Bust? You don't get why people like it. I don't get it. feels bad to play. It feels no. bad. I do not like the way it feels. I think people are just like, it's, listen, if you want to do stuff that like looks fun and is cool and is like made to like make you feel like you're on a roller coaster, play Cruise and Blast. Oh no. What about, I, I do want to play that Hot Wheels game though. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I mean, that's pretty good. Oh my god, all these places are just like listing game of the year and then like here's the link to look at the rest of them and then and then that site's down. Let's why don't we get to more questions? We'll give this a moment to cool right, down and we'll enough. see if there's anything else to talk about there because it's just it's getting nuts. All right, next question here. Winnie featuring Dante from Devil May Cry asks any updates on the next Fire Emblem game? Uh uh also with you all in Nintendo Jail, what questions are you best suited to answer? How harsh a jailer is Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser's fine. It's the real Bowser that's a jerk, man. He's a real <laughs> he's a slave driver, man. He's rough. He's got a whip. It's um it's 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 mostly just the review copies. That's it, right? Just review copies. They, they, that's they, the only thing. Yes. That, yeah, so we still get them to be clear. We just don't get them ahead of time right, right and now. So, yeah, and because of they don't trust us with uh their embargoes at the yes. moment so everything else is fine and we're appreciative and if i would whatever and if i would ask i'd get a review copy but like because it's like we're not getting it early and that's when it's valuable to us for our work i end up buying a lot of these games now so it's like it's whatever it's fine it's fine yeah. it's not, honestly we're gonna be okay any updates on the next fire Emblem game jeff i think neither of us know i think we both expect it to be a remake yeah, it's the kind of thing where, uh, yeah, I expect it to be a remake, and it's the kind of thing that we could hear about next D three, and maybe shows up pretty soon after that. But uh, they do have a lot of games coming out next year, so maybe they don't necessarily need it too soon. Pinball Junior asks, "Do you think Shin Megami Tensei Five will be the best selling game in the series, and do you think it could outsell Persona Five? It won't outsell Persona Five, but it'll be uh, the best selling Shin Megami Tensei game. It should be the best selling Shin Megami Tensei game. Yeah." Yep. Nick Turbo, how is Nintendo the most innovative and most lazy game company out there? I don't think they're lazy. I think sometimes they're out of touch or I, I don't know. There are things, some things that do seem lazy, like the quality of the Nintendo 64 ports, um, not like getting Mario Sunshine running at 60 frames per second and the uh, Mario All-Stars thing. But I mean, you know, there's look, the, the, the answer is that Nintendo is not one person, right? Nintendo is a company yes. with a bunch of people making decisions and allocating resources and deciding what things get prioritized or not. 
Nintendo Bro says, do you think we will get dual analog controls at the Metroid Prime Remaster, or will we just get a much better looking game with the same tank controls as the first game? I bet we'll get dual analog controls. What do you think, Jeff? I think we'll get dual analog control. That'll be interesting, but I think so, yeah. You think there'll be an option for the old tank controls? Yes, I do. You think there'll be an option for like the, the Wii controls using the two Joy-Cons? Will they even bother with that? Yes, I do. Not, I think they'll do yeah. that too, yes. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, Charles asks, with the Switch getting older and games more demanding, we are seeing some questionable ports. Example, Grand Theft Auto. Do you feel it would be a good idea to bring back a Nintendo seal of approval or just stricter rules for the eShop? It worries me that excuse me, people not in the gaming scene may buy some unplayable excuse me again, titles. This is why, this is why I shouldn't drink Coke Zero during the show, but I ran out of my green tea. I had to drink something. I, I um, drank a Diet Coke the other day, and I, I like immediately got hiccups. I'm like, oh, my esophagus <laughs> is just fucked at 38 years old. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I tell you what, I think I'm going to have to start slowing down on some of this, some of the classic uh, pop and take here soon. Yeah, I, I like Coke uh, Zero a lot, though. I'm like, I stopped drinking pop, and I had one the other day. I'm like, man, this is, this is good. You know, you know how much I like it. I know, yeah. So, um, I, look, this Nintendo seal of approval never really meant that much no. anyways. <laughs> no. uh, you know, uh, it would be nice. And also, like, Nintendo's want to put themselves in this awkward situation where it has to go to Take-Two and Rockstar and be like, sorry, your game's not good enough for our console, right? Like, they'll let, they'll let the market figure that stuff out, I think. Sorry, I got my, my kids mad that I gave her the wrong tablet. Uh, what, what's the question? Well, you did mess up. Oh, just uh, talking about the seal of approval still and what they can oh, do yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, that was always just marketing, right? It was always just, like, for people at, like, retail and and also so, like, Nintendo, Nintendo could, like, punish, comp- like, retailers that would stock, uh, like, bootleg games or something like that. That sort of thing. But the, And I was saying, like, they don't want to have awkward conversations with, like, Take-Two telling them, like, we don't want your game on our right. store. They'll just let the market figure all yes, that stuff out. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. uh, next question here from... Nintendo Bro, if the technology existed on the Switch, what Nintendo titles do you think would be well served to receive an FPS boost? Well, I just talked about Mario Sunshine. That would be a game that I'd love to finally see at 60 frames per second without having to use Dolphin or whatever. Jeff, do you have any answers for that one? Uh, I wasn't listening again. Uh, I, but I have figured out the tablet situation over here, everybody, so if everyone could stop worrying about that. Yes, we are all very concerned, if, Jeff. Jeff. If, if the technology existed on the Switch, what Nintendo titles do you think would be well served to receive an FPS boost? Um, I mean, I think the one that I, you know, I think jumps to mind because I played it at launch is is Breath of the Wild. But I mean, sure, uh, it'd be nice if that was sixty frames per second. But also, I'll, I, never mind. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, that'd be nice. That's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next question here from Jeff, not you though. I know the rumor mill has dried up on Game Pass on Switch, but there seems to be something between the two companies. Ooh, maybe it's something romantic. Is it more likely that Nintendo will take advantage of Azure in some way? Is that yeah. what these cloud games are? I mean, I don't know if that what these cloud games are means Azure. Like, I but I do think that. Microsoft is building the gaming backbone of the future, and if Nintendo realizes, hey, we need this, especially coming out of the pandemic and being sort of a, a, a sort of old-fashioned company who you know used fax machines and stuff like that, if we wanted to modernize the way that we ran our operations, 
who could provide the stuff that we need as a gaming company. There is one there's one company and it's Microsoft and that's with Azure. I mean, we've already seen Sony make say they're going to take that deal. Whether or not they actually go through with it, we'll see. But when they looked around for a partner, they still, Microsoft is what they landed on. Um, so yeah, like Sega did the same thing recently. Uh, I think there is a, a good chance that that will happen regardless of whatever happens with Game Pass or whatever else. Mike, if... If if you know how they have there's like shipper names for like characters on TV shows, yeah. if Nintendo and Microsoft were sh- like coming together, like what would the the shipper name be? Maybe it would still be We Three We We Sixty We Sixty. Remember That's back still in the good. day, yes, that was yeah. a thing because everyone was mad about PlayStation being kind of obnoxious. Yes, so everyone's like, just buy a three sixty and a Wii, and you'll be set. And you kind of were, to be honest. Were, they weren't entirely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't entirely wrong. Yep. Uh, all right, Jeff. I discovered a way to read more of these Game War things. I just I'm on their Twitter account where they tweeted the stuff as it Perfect. happened. Jeff, are you excited to hear about the most anticipated games? I mean, I guess what this is the, like. We can't talk about the thing, but I, when I think about the concept of most anticipated games, I'm like, what am I even doing here? But okay, all right, yeah, go ahead. I'm kind of mad because the one I wanted isn't even on here. So it's Outer Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Nothing shocking, but I am sad Final Fantasy 16 didn't make it on here. Yeah, I mean, it is. you're asking a bunch of people in the industry what their most anticipated game is. It just seems like a, 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 a funny sort of exercise, but whatever, okay. Uh, nominees for best independent game 12 minutes death store kina bridge of spirits inscription and loop hero that seems just about right doesn't it i'm uh, say that one again <laughs> the uh nominees for best independent game 12 minutes death store kina bridge of spirits inscription and loop hero i i'm glad inscription got in right there. Yeah, yeah i'm that's what, that's what i'm playing right now and that game is very good uh, best narrative, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts oh, 2. I think I'm a glad. lot of people are going to be happy that Guardians made I it, I am huh? very happy Guardians of the Galaxy made it in there, because I think it probably is the best narrative of the year. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, art direction, Deathloop, Kina, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, and The Artful Escape. That seems just about right here. Okay, here's one. Oh, this makes me mad. Be- uh, best score music. Cyber- Cyberpunk 277. Does that game have good music? I don't even know. Uh, Deathloop, Near near Replicant, Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. Uh, Tales of Arise should have gotten nominated there. Tales of Arise better get nominated for something besides RPG. Hopefully at least got nominated for that. Oh, best performance in a video game. Here we go. Arika Mori from Life is Strange. Giancarlo Esposito from Far Cry 6. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course it's gonna happen i know they just marketed that's why that happens that's why i say oh my god not that he did a bad job it just happens because they made a big deal about, about it it's what came to yeah. mind jason e kelly from Deathloop, maggie robertson from resident evil village that that would be uh the, the big lady and oh, yeah. oziyama uh Aka, akaga i'm probably saying that wrong from Deathloop also so the two Deathloop uh people uh i no tell you what guardians I, of the galaxy that sucks no i think guardians rex was really really good yeah, I'm 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 hopeful the Resident Evil Village lady wins this. That that would be incredible. But yeah, that'd be she's nice. she's going up against some Giancarlo star power there, which might which might right. be a problem, huh? Uh multiplayer game, Back for Blood, it takes two, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World Valum. I forgot Monster Hunter Rise was maybe a weird dark horse to get a game of the year nomination, but probably not that likely, huh? Yeah, I, I think it's going to like win a couple of game awards from like other outlets, like here and there, like maybe like a couple of Nintendo focused outlets. But like, actually, this is the best game of the year. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised it didn't it didn't rank here. 
Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a shoe-in for Final Fantasy XIV. It, it better be. Yeah, this is actually the one I am probably the most invested in. Like, how how could it not be Final Fantasy XIV's year? Like, mm-hmm. like, come on. Uh, so, yeah, we, we missed a couple. In the, where's Did I miss RPG? Where's RPG? Roll. Do they do an RPG? Cat? I think, or, or do they just do, like, adventure and action adventure or action they and action? They do, but they have an RPG category, too. Right. I'm I sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there's threads for some of these. I might have to go then. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll try to find the rest. Maybe the site's working right now, actually. No, it's not. All right, we'll get to the rest of those later. He like the the piecemeal way. I'm I'm stitching this all together. I mean, you're doing your best. Yeah, this is, show is fantastic. Today. I mean, really. I mean, just the momentum. You can't. This is second to none. Everybody, this is what yeah. you come here for. Absolutely. You, you got to run with the dogs. You better keep up. Yeah. The only other one I think I'm that interested in is RPG. So let's anyone keep even tell me that because like action game and action adventure game. I think most people spend time trying to figure out the difference between the two. Like, it's like if you had a shooter, if you like Call of Duty, what would you call that? An action game or an action adventure game? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you Listen, don't know. I, no one knows. I guess I'd call it an action adventure game because the single player campaign. <laughs> I guess you call it an action game. I don't know. It's probably uh, it, it probably is an action game. I think in my heart, but like my head, I'm like, yeah. What the hell? I hate this. He needs to update it, these categories. These categories kind of suck. <laughs> like like what if <clears throat> Call of Duty got nominated for both as an example would would Keely had to be like no guys clearly it's actually an action game not action adventure I'm yeah, not counting I wonder the if action that happens. adventure like I'm like, not uh, counting well, there's probably a couple games that maybe could have had enough to get into both are there any in both I don't know well so I bet, here's I bet what happens is whatever category it gets most in it just goes in there and yeah, then they like don't right. count it in the other one uh, Donkey Baby uh, helped us out here by giving us the best uh, the RPG nominations. Thank you. Cy- Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. So I, I I would like Tales of Arise the one that I don't know if it's going to. It would be nice though. I feel like I feel like Monster Hunter Rise might win that category. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's relatively open. It's relatively open. Monster Hunter Rise probably has an advantage. I'd be shocked if Cyberpunk won, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All yes. right, so that's there's, that's the Game Awards nonsense. I don't know what I, I, I guess uh, Returnal is going to seem like a big snub to some people. To me, that seems about right. Forza maybe a bit of a snub there. Hitman Three an, a snub, but uh, uh, predictable an expected one. one. Yep. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> it's fine. I'm just going to go play more Hitman Three and be happy. I was thinking about that game today. Like yeah. the um, uh, I don't know. One of the levels in there was like really like like clicking my brain. I'm like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just go back and play some more of that I game. Want, I do wonder if it even got nominated for best like action adventure game. Like, did people just completely forget to even nominate it for January. anything? It's and, and that's when I get like, I mean, I guess Cyberpunk's a whole other thing. We were like talking about Cyberpunk for the first three months of the year, no matter what. Um, yeah, well, it's also an RPG. Like, RPG category is usually going to have a lot less competition than say action adventure, which can mean so many things. Right? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Uh, all right, Jeff, let's get back to questions because, yeah, we, we we got a lot to go through here still. All right. Blackheart Vinyl says, in honor of Xbox's anniversary, what show is this? What's your favorite Xbox published uh, game that came to a Nintendo platform? Oh, look, you brought it back. Viva Pinata, Pocket Paradise, one of the DS Blue Dragons, Minecraft or Minecraft Dungeons, an Ori game, or something else. Yeah, mine's pretty easily the two Ori games. Yeah, so Ori. I think it's probably the Ori games as well. Even yeah. though that, that Viva Pinata game for the DS or whatever it was, that's kind of fun. But I'll do, I'd rather just play... Viva Pinata. Uh, so yeah, Ori. 
Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, there you're just getting those Ori games like surprisingly uncompromised. Benji Bob says, what Nintendo game do you think would uh, best implement a Battle Pass-esque system for their multiplayer? And you can't say Splatoon because that's the obvious answer. It is an obvious answer, but it works. Huh. I don't know. Would a, would a Battle Pass system work for Mario Kart, Jeff? Would that be kind of fun? Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like that, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, but, your wins, so. yeah, like, like, what are the ongoing multiplayer games on the Switch? Like that from Nintendo? It's like those are the two, right? Uh, like Smash Brothers, kind of. Like, yes, like, yeah. I tell you Smash what, they make an Arms two. They should add a Battle Pass. Yes, stuff. fair Why enough. Not? Fair enough. Yes, I. The yeah. one person I always see playing Arms it is someone that works for Nintendo, and I'm always like, you're always playing that. What's up? Um, yeah, Ooh, they so. might be doing some research. I don't know. I, maybe I honestly don't think that's what it is. I think they no, might. I think just... he just likes arms. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I think so. And like, replace it with like a family member or something. All right. Uh, Legend of Low Rule says one gets released, one gets delayed, and one gets canceled. Your options are Metroid Prime Four, Pikmin Four, and New 3D Donkey Kong. Okay, I want Metroid Prime Four as soon as possible. I can wait for the 3D Donkey Kong game. I never cared that much about Pikmin. You can cancel it. I, it won't hurt my feelings too much. Um, one gets okay. So yeah, Metroid Prime Four is the one I would want to get released. Um, that's tough. I I I love Pikmin, but I would like to see a new. I mean, a new 3D Donkey Kong with all the stuff we talked about before. If it's like a spiritual successor to, to yeah. Donkey Kong '94. <laughs> And if it's made by the Mario Odyssey team, like, made yeah, by the that's Mario gonna Odyssey be amazing. Yeah. Right, yes. I, I don't want anything by, made by them to get cancelled. I don't want to wait any longer. So, mm-hmm. y- y- yeah, delay it. But uh, I want to play it. And then Pikmin 4 can get cancelled. That stinks, but yeah, that's how I feel. That's just how it ranks. Like, Pikmin 4, I'll be very excited whenever that game comes out, and I'll play it, and I'll love it. Uh, but it, I still would rank those games like that. Low Rule Legend asks, why hasn't Valve brought the Portal games to Switch? It feels like it makes too much sense. Jeff, is it possible that they don't want to bring games to Switch because they see, you know, the the, the Steam uh, Deck as a competitor? Like, yeah, why maybe. release their best games on Nintendo's platform when it's going to be such a selling point that you can play Portal Two on this? Yeah, I mean, is that a selling point at this point? I mean, the game's pretty old. It's kind of, uh, it kind of is. Well, Portal Two still, uh, Portal Two still looks about as good as games really do anymore, right? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I just mean everyone's played it. Is what I mean. Sure, that's um, fair. Yeah, I, 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 there might be something to that. I'm honestly, I think it, the bigger point is just like, yeah, that's that's Valve. They just don't get around to things that make sense. Uh, and now at this point, you're probably right. Like they wouldn't do it because of the Steam Deck. But up until that point, I think it was mostly just uh, no one got around to working on anyth- anything like that. So it was never going to happen. I think that's kind of how mm-hmm. it goes with Valve. Gigamir asks, do you know what's going on with Platinum's new in-house engine they were supposedly investing heavily in? Some thought Bayonetta 3's development issues might have had something to do with an engine switch, but the tech in that gameplay trailer seems like it was based on the old Astral Chain engine. Jeff, do you know anything about this? Because I'm afraid I do not. Uh, No, I actually don't know that much. I haven't been trying to keep up with Platinum's internal development ongoings or anything like that so uh yeah i'm not sure um i'll say that yeah that looked a lot like a platinum game what we saw so far right so uh, right that absolutely looked like the astral chain engine to me so i agree with them there yeah Yeah, i think that that's probably right and you know uh, they could build i mean they could build on the astral chain that's how this stuff actually works it's not like you throw everything out and start from scratch you iterate you keep the tools that work and then you build new tools and you expand the ones that do work with, with new features and stuff like that. I mean, 
you know, a, a Unity just bought all of Weta's, we, we, yeah, Weta, Weta's tools uh, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, you could do something like that if you're like a big tool company. But uh, if you're, like, building stuff internally, you just slowly improve this stuff over time. And that it's, they're probably still in the midst of doing that. All right, Jeff, why don't we uh, get to some of these super chats and then we will uh, go into our topic of the week. I could do that because I have stream moments open right here. All right, let's go back to an hour ago from... Space Dova King. Guys, Game Award nominee. You read this one. Uh, from Casual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nintendo. Good, good, good try, though, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, Nintendo. If you could put your name in front of any game title, a la Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or Sid Meier's Sim Golf, that's the fun one to go with for, for Sid Meier's. Which one would you choose? Um, I, I, I guess I'm like, I don't know if I would do an existing one. That would seem kind of like, this is mine now. I'm claiming this. Um, I guess maybe Jeff. Okay. Instead of a game, maybe a mode, and it would be Jeff Grubbs, Astros, Playground, Speedrun mode, and I would do that. That's what I would do. I would do Mike Minotti's Shimagami Tensai, Devil Summoner 2, <laughs> Raiduo Kuzanoa versus King Abaddon. Of course you would. I've always said this about you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mike, Mike Minotti's. <laughs> um, that would be the game I would own. And then I would compare it to Persona all the and time. Get, yeah, see all how the that time. goes. Yep. It would be great. And then when people yell, you'd be like, hey, listen, it's my game. All right, look at my name. I liked, I liked that question a lot. I thought yeah, that was a good. funny good question. One. Good stuff there. Yeah, that's more of those kinds of questions, please. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, from Major Blazer. Hi, guys. Playing Shimigami Tensei Five and loving it. The atmosphere makes me want to play it on LSD. <laughs> Any nice. games you guys feel the experience was heightened while intoxicated? Um, the, there's you know Super Mario Brothers. Um, I played that a couple times while while partying, and, and I was uh, I like feeling the physics on that. Like th- that that's really what that game did so well. It's just like give you that sense of uh, momentum with Mario. Uh, other than you know the smooth scrolling scrolling screen, but like it just felt so good to make him jump and stuff like that. And then getting to those later levels and nailing that stuff, like coming around the bend of being like, oh, I'm actually I'm like kind of too drunk to make this happen. Uh, to and then coming around and be like, okay, I'm just gonna relax and see. What happens, and then like being able to make those really precise one block jumps happen at the very end, and like jumping over like all of the things the Hammer Brothers are throwing at you and stuff like that. That stuff was really intense during that. So yeah, that, that's the, the the game that comes to mind for me. How about you, Mike? You ever played Birio Kart sixty four? No, I've not. No, that sounds like yeah. fun. It, it, I've heard of it, and it sounds like fun. Yeah, the whole thing is you uh, now kids drink responsibly, but the whole thing is that you <laughs> have like a everyone starts with a full beer, and you need to finish drinking your beer before you're allowed to cross the finish line in the last lap so but when if when you're drinking you have to put the controller down so you have to like find the right time so like some people they just chug the whole beer right away before they even start the race yeah of Other course. people like look for like opportunities where they hit like a boost pad they can put the controller down real quick and get some simpson stuff like that but Strategic. in terms of like yeah, in terms of like being intoxicated so I, I, I don't do uh any many narcotics or anything i'm a good boy and when i drink it's uh Usually it's like just because like I'm on Discord people and I'm drinking socially and I don't know. I don't have any I can't I don't really have any good examples here. If I was going to do like a hallucinogenic, I would want to play Tetris Effect, I guess. Yes, that's I'm sure that's pretty good, yes. It might be mm-hmm. even a bit a bit intense because that game like made me emotional yeah. sober. So but yeah, I mean I guess I'd want to see. I want to see for myself. Um from Curum, uh Nintendo just held an indie direct that everyone missed, Riot Forge cross Nintendo Switch. Interesting marketing partnership. Curious if more comes of this. I missed this. I don't know what the hell this is about. Riot Forge. What's that? You know, I think I've heard. I think I maybe saw Riot Forge in my email, and I just ignored it. Um, Fair enough. We get a lot of emails. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, Riot Forge launches two League of Legends games with. Okay, yes. Yes. Oh, oh this is yes, on. This, this is, happened today. Uh, Rachel yeah, wrote this today. Yes, and it's literally the the top story I got on on uh, Bing dot com slash news, which is what I used to search this. Apparently, right. I like small games, like the ones like a rhythm platformer kind of a thing. Uh, and I forget what the other one is, but you know they're they, they they've been talking about this for a while. They're expanding the League of Legends universe here, and uh, this is just more of that. Excellent. And then um, let's see here. From Uriel Delgado, could either of you two ask Aaron Greenberg if they're no longer going to enhance games that are currently backward compatible, need Evil Within to 60 frames per second? Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll ask. We'll see what we can find out yeah, there. Yeah, so they said they're done with backwards compatibility, but there might be more uh, FPS boost. By the way, like, you know, not, not, not Super Nintendo related here, but... Uh, like a few months ago, I reinstalled Mirror's Edge on the Xbox Series X, and I was kind of excited because, like, oh yeah, the Series X, like, uh, you know, it boosts everything. This might have even been like when I got the console, and it like, oh, this still runs like thirty frames per second, like an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty game, and it was a bummer. So then when I saw that it was on that list, I opened it up, and at first it was still running. It somehow was in quick resumes, so it was still running in thirty frames per second, and it was like, oh, we have an update. So then just update it, restart it. It looks so good now. It is. Mm. It was. It made me so happy, Jeff. And I, I just, I, I was playing Mirror's Edge instead of Halo right away. I was like, this game <laughs> rules. This is incredible. It's just, it looks like literally a million times better than it did. And it was the same game. It was incredible. So I definitely hope there's more, uh, yeah, for, uh, FPS boost because that's a fantastic thing they do. Um, let's see. From uh, Nick Turbo, my favorite game is 500 Server Air. Um, yeah, that's what you're getting at the Game Awards website right now. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. And then uh, from Josh Kuhn, what are the odds we see Breath of the Wild 2 at the Game Awards? I think pretty low because we saw maybe that trailer not too long ago. Yeah. Like maybe something. Maybe there's, yeah, there's maybe hope. Like a one out of 10 chance, mm-hmm. one out of eight chance, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, but I'm not, I'm not too hopeful. Just yeah. Another trailer. That one, I mean, was just a couple months ago. I, I don't know. I feel like you do another trailer at the game. A couple I guess months ma- ago. That was back at E3. Yeah, that's only a couple months ago, right? Like, oh God, <laughs> no. I guess it's like, okay, that's, that's like, it's long ago than you It's like half man. a year ago. All right, fair enough. Um, it's, it's still, though, I, I don't think they need to do another one like I, I, that. No, I tell you what, they can't do another trailer for it unless they have at least a name and probably like a better release date time frame, right? Right. I, I, yeah, I feel like we either don't get it, get the more from Breath of the Wild 2 until E3 or until a Nintendo Direct uh, between now and E3 if the game's coming out like earlier in the year. So, but I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I, I'm, uh, there's a chance. Um, like that does it for the super chats. Oh, no, that does not actually. I just scrolled up and there's a whole bunch more. All right. From Possum Theory, uh, who dropped the ball more, uh, Nintendo with the expansion pack or take two with the GTA trilogy? I mean, the GTA trilogy. I mean, Nintendo's still making money from the expansion pack, right? Right. Like, yeah, and they didn't have to, like, take it down, and uh, yeah. they didn't, like, leave in content that was famously, like, caused them serious problems with the ESRB and with, like, law, law like lawmakers when they did that originally, and it did the same exact thing again, insanely. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, GTA Trilogy is a bigger ball job. And expansion pack feels like we know that's going to grow. Like they've already promised more stuff is going to come with the GTA trilogy. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Victor Marinez. I hope it takes two wins at all. Bay Bay. Uh, but, Jeff, we still need to play that. Yes, I, I installed <laughs> it. I installed it through the Xbox thing on PC. Uh, so wherever you play, where you, need, if you saw an Xbox or PC, we can do that. Yeah, I need help with that just because I, 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 I whenever I try to do that, like I go on my Xbox and I go to E, I basically, I, 
don't know how to link up my EA account to my Game Pass account so that I can use their thing to get the game for free, but I'm working okay. on it. All right, well, I'll we'll figure see it out. That out. Okay. Uh, from Uriel Delgado, Fable 2, Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy 13, and many other games could benefit from, from FPS and resolution enhancements. I'd appreciate it if you could ask Aaron Greenberg. Okay, yeah. We'll, People we'll... think we have a much closer relationship with Aaron Greenberg than we really do, though. Yeah. I'll ask when he's over for dinner. Um, yeah. Jeremy G, Mike, Manet- Mon- Mike Minotti's Pepsi Man 2. How dare you? That's very funny. This is a Coke house. <laughs> uh, I like Coke and Pepsi. Coke house. <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go both ways. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Mike, yeah, now that does it for the Super Chats. Uh, do we have any other questions or anything, or should we get to that topic? Let's get to that topic. Jeff, let me ask you first, because I bet you did not prepare an answer. What Nintendo game would you most want to see remade? Remade. So uh, (laughs) I feel like several times this week, Nick Turbo has been like, hey, Jeff, have you thought about an answer for this question? I'm like, what is the question exactly? (laughs) So so remade, not just like, what's the Nintendo game you want brought back? No. Remade is tough. So I, I think it was like... When I was thinking, it was like, oh, bring a bring it back a game and maybe like remaster it or something like that, not remake it. I was thinking Golden Sun, but I like the way Golden Sun looks right, right now, so I don't want them to necessarily remake it. So I think I would like them to remake Super Mario Brothers two in a full HD style and just yeah. go all out with that. Make it look like a living cartoon. Make and it look like the Wonder Boy remake. That would exactly. be fantastic. That, that, would that game be, would be really well suited for that. I, I think so, because there's like a lot of like stuff happening there where like uh, when you pull the turnips out of the ground, right? There's a lot of time there where they could add like five, six, seven, eight more frames of animation to really uh, sort of exaggerate what is happening there. And that's what those Wonder Boy games are so good at. And I'm like, that would just be fantastic. I, I mean, that's like a dream for me. I love that game. Anyhow, it's great. You you add that sort of HD cartoon uh, overly animated style on top of that, and it would just be, it would blow my mind. Uh, that's So yeah, that's my choice. Yeah, I kind of am in a similar direction because I would actually like to see Zelda 2 remade like that. I know like there have been attempts, I think, even or at least pitches for that. But again, maybe not quite the monster style, must the uh, monster boy style, but something hand drawn ish, maybe a bit more, quote unquote, like mature or like high fantasy art. Right. Like a like a moving 2D yes. 80s heavy metal album cover. Ooh, that's yeah, a that's Zelda cool. 2 game, man. Like, oh, uh, yeah. That yeah, would be fantastic. Cool. But like, you know, Zelda 2 is a great game, but it's it isn't one of the prettier Nintendo games, really. There are some like there's some ugliness to it, and there yes. is some like there are some gameplay elements uh, that could be improved upon, especially just how lost you can sometimes get in it. So I think Zelda 2 would be a really cool candidate for a remake. Uh, yeah. So those those are okay. So we got Mario 2 and Zelda 2. Isn't that funny? We both picked the sequels. Uh-huh. The famous NES sequels that are I probably would have picked Zelda 2 if I if I had to like if I was thinking of something else like but no, I'm I'm happy with Super Mario Brothers 2 for sure. That's not makes a lot of sense. Let's see what our community said here. Uh, Wildfire Alex said F0X and or F0GX. The wait has gone on for too long. Man, with F0GX, you don't even need to remake yeah. it. You really just need to like put give, it on a new system, give, give it, it a HD remake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's already 60 frames per second. So, but yeah, yes, just yeah. get those games on, get one of those games on Switch, please, if you're not going to make a new F Zero. Love of God. Yep. Uh, case says we need a Star Fox in parentheses GameCube remake. Now, I assume he means Star Fox Adventure because nobody likes Star Fox Assault, right? Uh, yeah, right. I think so. I mean, he's got to mean, yes, yeah, Star Fox Adventure. I mean, Star Fox Assault, may, I mean, I guess you could re- try to make it into a good game, right? 
maybe I, I feel see like they're i feel like it was fundamentally flawed though no i don't know like why bother yes, I, 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 there's point. no way he good means point. it like i think Star Fox adventure it, yes. if you gave me some tweaks and stuff you could yes. have something like really good there like there was there were good ideas there yes yeah i mean yeah like a Star Fox zelda game fundamentally should work and mm-hmm. uh you know, it doesn't actually. It doesn't that game does not work? It's like a cool experiment that that was a failure ultimately. But you're right with some tweaks, some some edits to the way that the flow works. Yeah, they they can make a good game out of that. Turbo Sean chat like fuck you, Mike. I love assault. That's great. You you know you're the first one I met, so that's really special. It's good to be unique. Assault <laughs> like, is great. Clear, Shut up, says Metathias. Man, it's great. I don't think People- I've ever played assault. Let me see here. Uh, I played it on a demo station once at a Target, and that was all I needed. <laughs> that was all I needed of that one. Okay. This is just GameCube kids yelling at us, right? That's what's happening right now. Is like, I guess. I man, yeah. I, uh, did you guys play Star Fox sixty four? Do you know? <laughs> all right. Uh, Jayton says a remake of Mario Luigi Partners in Time would be awesome. It still makes no sense to me why that one was skipped, but Bowser's Inside Story was not. Well, I, I think it was. Bowser's Inside Story was a lot more popular than Partners in Time, right? Like, that's why they did that. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think, like, they were they were, they were were at the end of the 3DS life cycle. They had to choose the next one they were going to do. And they had to do the one that they thought they were going to do. Well, the last one they were going to do. Yeah, the last, last one. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Like, they needed right. to pick one that was going to make them the most money so they could justify their existence going forward. And even that didn't work. What a, what a fucking shame. Yeah, Such a tragedy. Bad. Yeah. Alex says, I would be over the moon for a remake or continuation of Pokemon Coliseum, Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness. They leave much to be desired as far as side content or even some of the standard Pokemon formula. Wild Encounters largely not being there was a weird choice. That said, the shadow Pokemon mechanic and focus on story felt very refreshing for the series at the time. Legends Arceus might satisfy the itch for a unique look at the franchise again, but those earlier console games were some of my favorites as a kid. It was so weird how Gale of Darkness did like the console like art like RPG experiment for Pokemon, and then there was like nothing. There's no other work done there by Nintendo forever. I'm sorry, I'm watching gameplay of Star Fox Assault, and I'm like, this looks, <laughs> this looks, it, it, it looks bad, but like there are, there are a, a lot more fans out there than I realize. There's like people Apparently. calling it, you know, I think it might be the furries, Mike. We, I think we discounted oh, you know, the furries. I, I was about to, you know, a lot of people also think that Sonic Unleashed is good these days, so I yeah. don't know. I think this I might, this might be a anymore. Sonic sort of situation where, uh, not, th- not that furries don't have good taste, but I, you know, sometimes they let yeah. their, their hearts guide them a little bit, so yeah, maybe that's really what's like happening Crystal. there. Yeah, yeah some, there are some people like Crystal for Smash. I'm like Crystal, not for Smash. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And I know, I know, I love Gadget from from <laughs> Rescue Ranger, so I'm a giant hypocrite. But there it is. Anderson sixty four says, "Really want to play a remade Star Fox Adventures? I think the bones of that game might have been better than I thought." Yeah, there, there yeah. you go. See again, like I would like to see Star Fox Adventures uh, remade because. It could use some work. Mike, during your GameCube stream, I am going to play Star Fox Assault. Awesome. All right. We'll see. Uh, maybe I will, too. Let's see. We'll figure okay. out There's why people like mode. this. I'll see, if I, I'll, you know, I'll see if I can set that up. I'll, 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 I think I know what to do there. Okay, cool. Yeah, it has a multiplayer mode because it has on, like, on-ground third-person, yes. like, people <laughs> segments. Like, okay. Hey, what if All we right. love it, Mike? We, I'm, I'm, my heart is open. I'm ready to receive the love of Star I, Fox Assault in my heart. I am going to play Kirby uh, Air Ride, too, because I, I somehow missed that one pretty much. I think I rented it yes. once and didn't get it, and people did love that one either. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to see what that's finally about. Cool. 
Winnie featuring Dante from Devil May Cry says remake Super Mario 2, but the Odyssey engine give it a fully 3D fever dream. But also uh, games that never got ported like the early uh, Fire Emblem or the Shimigami Tensai games in modern engines. Those are all pretty interesting answers. Those are there, good huh? ideas. Yeah, imagine a 3D take on Mario on Mario 2. That'd be pretty cool. That would, yeah, and like the, yeah, the 3D fever dream idea, like you could do some wild stuff in there. Right. Bringing in Mouse, Mouser, 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 Mouser and Wart and stuff, like just having those characters mm-hmm. in 3D doing their thing, that would be great. But yeah, that's right. fun. It would be neat to see a 3D Mario game that was really focused on like the picking things up mechanic, huh? Yes, totally. Yeah. And yeah, you could do a lot with that. Jeremy says a remake of Fire Emblem 6 and 7. 6 was technically Japan only. 7 was the first to release in the US and the prequel to 6. So it'd make a good pair to remaster. Fantastic tactic maps. Some of the best units and stories in the series. Yeah, I think 6 would make a lot of sense. So the, the game we got for Game Boy Advance called Fire Emblem. Uh, that was our first Fire Emblem, but it was actually a follow-up to the first Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem game, which was the one with Roy in it, right? That's why Roy right. was in Smash Brothers Melee, yes. was to promote to this Game Boy Advance game, which was Fire Emblem 6. And then 7 was the prequel, and 7's the one we got, and that was our first Fire Emblem. But yeah, like, I, I never played Fire Emblem 6, even though like I, I know all about Roy <laughs> because of freaking Smash Brothers, so I would love to play that one sometime, so I Same. think that would be... Yeah, I want to play all of them eventually. Candidate. They should remake all of them eventually. They should just yeah. get around to doing that. I think that's kind of right. the plan. Moonlight 150 says, I prefer some kind of follow up to the GameCube custom robo, but I would even take a remake of it at this point. That's another one I never really played that people seem to love as custom robo. Right. I always conflate this with Chibi Robo. Is that the one? Yes. Yes, that's different. Right. And Chibi yes, Robo is like, yeah, it's like a platformer and custom right, robo. Is and like, like you like plug yourself battler. in and like I like there's some I liked some stuff in Chibi Robo when I played a little bit of it, but it, even then I'm like I didn't play enough Chibi Robo either. I never, I don't, I didn't play any custom Robo. I think I even did, I like get it for Dolphin all the time, and I never even open it. So maybe that's another one. We should maybe that could be our GameCube stream is trying some of these ones we missed. Yeah, I, I am gonna have to play some Melee too though because it's Melee. Yeah, of course. Pinball Junior says remake Pokemon Gold and Silver again. Gen one got remade twice, so why not Gen two? Although maybe wait for the Switch two so they can look extra nice. Yeah, I mean Gold and Silver is arguably the best generation. I think Heart Gold and Soul Silver are like incredibly hard to get now. The DS remakes they're very expensive, so if they're not very accessible, but uh, those are fantastic Pokemon games. So yeah, at some point I bet they do get remade again. They may even get like the Let's Go treatment, like Let's Go Togepi and Let's Go some other asshole, right? That'll be good. Charles says the remake of Link's Awakening was my game of that year. Very cute, simple That's ideas awesome. that were used very cleverly in the boss battles and puzzles. Having not played the older Zeldas, uh, the or- an Oracle remake would have me very excited. I would be very excited if they remade yes. the Oracle games. I love those games. Jeff hasn't played them, and I want him to, so yeah. it'd be a great not excuse a for them, that. But, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Glaucian says, first off, I appreciate all the great content you guys create. Oh, thank you. Hey, look, I haven't pulled appreciate this out a while, but look, you get a heart. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I would love Mario Strikers to be remade. It is my favorite Mario sports game. And now game. that Nintendo owns next level games, I am hoping there is a chance it happens. I can't believe there. Yeah, like, why not? Like, to me, if, if I was in charge of Nintendo, which I know I'm not, that's what I would have put next level on once I bought them, right? Like, that would be the thing that they can do in between Luigi's Mansions is make a new Mario right. Strikers. People and love you got, that game. You got Mario Tennis out of the way. You got Mario Golf out of the way. <clears throat> You're going to want another Mario sports game before the end of the Switch. That yes. is probably the right choice. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's soccer. It's translatable to so many different uh, areas, I just, territories. I wish, I wish they would get, I, I think it was them that were like going to do a Mario wrestling game. Oh, and right. And I'm like, I oh, wish they yeah. could go back to do that. But they were like, oh, it's too violent. I wonder if, I wonder if Nintendo sort of come around on that idea. That would be, oh, so just that make would it be overly fantastic. cartoony and stuff. Like, yeah, that would be yeah. really good. Well, they can't say like, oh, we don't want to hurt each other. They make Smash, Smash Brothers. Like, come on. Exactly. Right. So, but I, maybe, maybe now it's like, oh, Smash is the, is the Mario fighting game. We don't want anything yeah. like that. But it's like, just make it way different, please. Just do it. Just like, you do it with all the weird characters. Make it like a Wario and yes. Waluigi focus thing. Like, you can get Donkey Kong in there. Like, I'm yeah. sure they probably don't like the idea of like Wario pinning princess peach right that's probably what's throwing them off yes yes fair enough lower legend says i would pay good money to have a golden sun remake uh i would take either 2.5d style game or a bigger budget xenoblade style game camelot is probably Ooh. tired of making mario spin-off sports games so let them try at the series again with the switch install base yeah that's another one people just keep wanting to see more golden sun i would probably rather just see a new golden sun like yeah. I, i'm with you that i like the way those games look mm-hmm. still like you could I- probably up res those or something and i'd be happy yeah that's where i'm at i think i think if like at e3 they announced a new like big looking big budget looking 3d golden sun it would be a big deal i think it would be like a really big moment for them uh and i yeah, so I, I think that's the way they should go and i i tend to agree like oh yeah just sort of hd up res the old ones Mm-hmm. Screaming Madden says, "Well, absolutely second to remaking F Zero GX. The game still looks great and has an unmatched sense of speed to this day. All they need to do is add new features, other than sharper slash improved visuals, and add an easy mode to so, so that incredibly difficult story mode. Never got past Mission Four or normal mode myself, and online play, which hopefully has better online than some of Nintendo's recent offerings. Yeah, like you know, get give me F Zero GX any way you can, man." For sure. Giggy64 says, I think enough time has passed to say that Quest 64 deserves a decent second shot at life. While the original game is very basic, I think that the 3D arena style turn-based combat was pretty cool at the time. A lot of it needs to be overhauled, like having a more involved story and characters for one. But I think the foundation is there for something really unique. That's an interesting one. Quest 64. This is a this is yeah. a cry for help. Cry Something's for wrong, help. Diggy. Someone yeah. needs to check on him. He has been like he's trying to tell us there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Shot says the Nintendo remake I want to see most is one that some argue should never even be attempted. Ocarina of Time. I know Ocarina of Time 3D exists, but that's more of a remaster by modern standards. Possibly my hottest gaming take is that Ocarina of Time doesn't hold up well and hasn't for a long time, mostly due to technical reasons like 20 FPS and having to rely on Z targeting for moving the camera. That's why I'd love to see a remake in the style of another beloved, highly influential game held back by the time and hardware was released to Final Fantasy VII. Not necessarily in terms of story, but in terms of taking the core ideas that made the original great and shaping them into a fresh-feeling modern game. I feel a remake of that caliber could properly introduce the classic to a new generation. Well, if they were ever going to invest into a remake of that scale, it would be for oh. something like Ocarina of Time, huh? Yes. I think, yeah, I mean... An Ocarina of Time remake would be a big deal. I don't know if it like, uh, and that, it, and I think I tend to agree. Like I'm, I, I was replaying it recently on the 3DS, and I, I, I had to go to other stuff, so I stopped doing that. But I get holds up better than I than I thought. So I'm like, but but at the same time, like they could remake that game as a modern 3D Zelda, sell it for sixty or by then seventy dollars, and it would do very well. I think. Yeah, it would do. I- I think for me, the 3D S remake is about all I need. Like that's 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 what the game needed for me. I think that was good enough. But I, I think you're probably right. Yeah, well, we'll that see. game runs uh, at thirty, that full thirty frames per second. I think so. Yeah, that's that helps. 
Well, the 3DS version must run at 60 FPS because of 3D, right? Or yeah, maybe, maybe, is it, maybe, yeah, one, maybe 30, 30 per, per eye or something like that. Yeah, maybe mm. something like that. It ran, it ran well. It yes, ran well. It ran well. well. Yeah. Nintendo Bro says, while I know never to say never, I also know that Nintendo needs to make the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack look more valuable. So what I'm about to suggest, I think it's safe to assume it will never happen. But the remaster I would like to see would be a Nintendo Action Sports Collection. And I would love to see remasters of Excite Bike 64, 1080, and he puts a P in quotations, uh, snowboarding, and Wave Race 64 all together in one bundle. All three games are the best in their respective series, and all three series are long overdue for another entry. Why not just remaster the best one in each series and release them all together? Sure, yes. you could add some tweaks here and there if you wanted to, but each of them played very well. They really wouldn't need to do much more than just update the graphics add online play and i think they would have something really great on their hands yeah that, that's a pretty great idea i certainly yeah. don't hate that yeah i i would love that i yeah absolutely i mean <clears throat> all those games should come to the switch online with online play right so that that'll be nice but um yeah i would i would really like sort of remakes just updates of those exact games they don't need to be much they don't need to be much different than that maybe add a few more features i guess but really those games they play so good to this day um I, I, and honestly that's what i was like i was playing riders republic and i'm like i just want to go back and play excite bike 64 when i was on the bike <laughs> it's like it just doesn't feel good compared to like a, an old n64 game like that so that's where i was coming at it from matt roy it says, instead of a remake, I would really like to see Zelda Breath of the Wild get a remaster for a new Switch console, something like 1440p and 60fps with some higher res textures because this game deserves it more than anything else. I'm currently playing through Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut on PlayStation 5, and I keep thinking how great it would be to have Breath of the Wild at this level of fidelity. Jeff, at some point, we're going to be able to play Breath of the Wild at 60fps, right? Yeah, yeah. For, I mean... You can do it right now if you want to get if you want to okay, sure. <laughs> let's say officially <laughs> yes yes definitely officially we will be able to do that at some point yes i think so uh do you see rachel in in chat rachel caser saying she wants the complete fire emblem series remade oh Whether, wow i think she must came we said that exact thing we're like they're just gonna do that the whole series eventually. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I i want six the most just because like that's the roy one and we didn't get it here so right six i think that's the obvious one they probably yeah. will do next right what's the, the one I, with like with the, yeah well there's the one on super nintendo with a year in the title that a lot of people like uh right. we didn't get it also i can't remember what it's called but i think it is fire emblem 4 if that's what rachel's talking about i i'm only so familiar with uh the series before like it came to the u.s although i think um i think remakes of the gamecube and wii ones are also very likely yeah i uh, eventually all of them yep eventually all of them yep yep all right uh we got a few more here jeff says star fox is my favorite nintendo ip and it seems that it may be show for a while a collection of the mainline games star fox star fox 2 and 64 remade in the star fox zero engine would be my pick for the remakes i've always imagined what the SNE games would look in uh high fidelity jeff you know that i'm a bit of a star fox zero defender that game did look pretty good for a wii u game yeah, I mean, it was the Wii U, like, right? The, Nintendo has great art. It was HD. So, yeah, I'm not too surprised to hear that it looked good, but um, I don't know. I think I'd rather play Assault than Zero, but whatever. Look at these Fire Emblem super fans we got here. The one I was talking about was uh, it's called uh, Thracia 776, and it's technically Fire Emblem 5. It's a mid call of Fire Emblem 4. I did hear that. I did hear that. Okay. It was like a mid call. So that's the one before the Game Boy Advance one. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, Napper says, Wario Land 4 remake. It would be cool to see the take damage from enemies to transform mechanic in a remake that looks similar yes. to Metroid Dread. Now, I would actually prefer it just to look like Wario Land Shake It. Like, that game looks fantastic on the yeah, Wii, Yeah, that's right? good, too. Yes, yeah. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think any sort of path they, they go there would be good, but that, that gameplay is solid and it would be great to bring that back. Cause, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thing with Wario, if people haven't played those games, like he can't, he's a bad guy. So when he comes into contact with other bad guys, he can't die. He, they don't kill him, but they can like pass on some of their, their attributes. Like if like they're on fire, he'll catch on fire and then you could use that to solve puzzles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, just a good franchise, good series all around. Yep, yep. Benji Bob says the Nintendo remake I would want the most is honestly Wii Sports. I'd love to see it updated for the Switch and combine it with Wii Sports Resort. That'd be kind of fun. My my um my theory here is the next Nintendo mini thing will be it's just Wii. a Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort mini thing, and they'll just sell that as a, a, an individual package with like a you know a, a one wireless remote or maybe two or something like that. And let you or go. if they put anything else on there in that category, like uh, they could put Wii Play on there. Why yeah, not? We, right? Wii Play would probably end up in there. Wii yeah. Music. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, be funny that you can uh, dream. I got a super chat here that answers this question, Mike. If you want me to read it, yeah. Well, we're, that's actually it for the uh, answer, so you can get, do the rest of the super chats now. All right, r- right now it's just Pasta Theory with "I Need a Remake of Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars." That's a, a really good answer. That could be. It is. I mean, I still am completely fine with the original, me but too. I would also me like too. to see what a remake looks like. Yeah, and that's the, another one of those where it's like you just make it like 16 by nine widescreen. Yeah. Maybe uh, increase the resolution a little bit, but keep all the right. sort of the same assets and I would be happy. Um, but I, I get it. If they want to like sell it again for $60, they would remake it and it, it would probably be, it would probably work as well. It, it, I, I would want it to only, but I would still want them to use like a Silicon graphics computer to like yes. do all the rendering and Pre-rendered stuff. Rendered things. Yeah. Yes, maybe exactly. like make slightly newer models or whatever, right. but like yeah. kind of the same. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, the same style, weird. right? The nineties CG style is what I would want. So yeah. yes, exactly. Everyone's trying to look like toy story. We music was so good. Damn it. Says yes. Benji bop in chat. I just don't believe you. <laughs> There's no way you could be right. You guys are just all over the place. That was one of the star fuck the salt. Now you're trying to be like, Wii music was good, actually. Yeah, I can't <laughs> right. read every hot take from chat anymore. I just got to stop. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. All right, Jeff. Have you been playing anything on, on your Nintendo systems this week? Uh, yeah, a, a couple of things. Let me see. Do I have it here in my pocket? I played uh, I played this thing. It is a uh, Game & Watch. The Legend of Zelda uh, Game & Watch. I, the day it came out, I was like, man, I wish I could have got one of those. I guess I could ask a Nintendo. And it's another thing. Like, man, these sort of things, they might sometimes send us for review. Yeah. Um, but I like, got sent the Mario one, but that was before I got put into the Nintendo jail. And if we would have asked about this, we they probably would have sent us this early, I think. But, um, but uh, uh, I just went out. Like, uh, it was available at Best Buy, and they did same-day delivery, and I got it. I was very happy. Um the things I like about it is, well, I, I I still like like the look of these things. I think they they feel nice. Um, I like all the little sounds they make here. Let me just like turn it all the way off so you can hear what it does when it gets turned on. Actually, my filter's probably gonna stop that anyhow, so it's pointless exercise. But um, yeah, it, it makes like a do 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 when you turn it on, of course. Right. And then there is this really great thing right here, which it might look like oh, it's just kind of shiny. No, actually, that's lighting up. There's lighting lights behind there that is making that Triforce on the back yeah. light up green, and it looks really cool that's in the really dark neat. rooms. And um, the games, it's it's Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, and a Game & Watch uh, Zelda version of... Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how I, they... And it's just straight up a better value than the Mario one. Like, the, the, yes. Zelda 1 and 2, that's great, and then you also get Link's Awakening. That's pretty nuts. Like, yes. it, it does... I mean... 
the the Game and Watch Mario one only had Mario in the Lost Levels, right? It didn't even have like Mario two or Mario three in it, right? And and uh, you know, the, 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 obviously it's because they're shipping it globally, but you can like switch between the Japanese versions of some of these games, or like even like the French versions of like uh, Link, yeah, like Link's Awakening. You got the, the French version, the Dutch version, you know, the German version, uh, Japanese and English, and it's just, I don't know. It's cool just to see the different logos when you're scrolling through them and stuff. Uh, I've been playing Leaks Awakening on there. It's you know my my personal most important favorite game of all time, and uh, it it looks good. I think um, the one thing is you could kind of I'll try to like bend it here. Uh, a couple things: the screen it has a, it, the colors go way they warp pretty pretty significantly as you change the angle. So I mm-hmm. almost have to tilt it down a little bit compared to my eyes to get the right green for like what they're trying to emulate here with the Game Boy screen. Whatever, it's a cheap $50 sort of, uh, you know, holiday gift handheld thing that most people are going to get, play for a little bit, forget about it. it yeah, it's almost more, it's more collectible than it's a more collectible. gaming device, but it can be a gaming device. Yes, and, 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 and you know, once, you, once you're holding it, it's fine. And that's, you know, that uh, honestly, it reminds you a little bit of the Game Boy. The Game Boy was pretty temperamental with its screen as well. At least this is backlit. Um the, the other thing is, is that so the aspect ratio here is different than the Game Boy one. And you can, like, it, they're stretching it, you can go into the options, hit screen size, and go to original. And so it's like, oh, well, great, you have that option. The, the problem with this is that the, the the resolution of the screen is now not exactly right. So you're trying to fit a certain amount of pixels in a, in like mm. a, a, a weird grid. So it ends up looking a little bit blurrier than it should. And parts of the screen are blurrier than other parts of the screen. And I find that very distracting, just actually. stretched. Usually. I just played stretched. I think it looks fine. It's not yeah. that stretched. It, it, it you know, sure. it's, it's those Game Boy graphics. They're very um, uh, you Killing, know, they they, yeah. they, were, they rely on icon- iconography more than like right. Trying you kind of stretch them out a little bit. It's yeah, fine. It's still you're still conveying all the same information, and it's it's just it's not like you know boomers stretching out a four by three image on their right on their super wide screen TV and it looking all like that. It's not the same thing. So I'm I'm playing a stretch and I'm happy with it. I. For me, this is this is great. I, I'm I, I'm carrying it around all yeah. the time. It's just cool to have. I like this look at it, and that's kind of where I'm at with like a lot of stuff. Where um, this is the kind of thing where like you get you get a new device, and you're like, oh man, that packaging looks so cool. Look at all the promising stuff that's on that stuff. And I'm like, I can't wait to get it. This is like if you like that feeling, this is for you. Actually, you know, using and playing the thing is supposed to kind of be secondary. There, you know the. You know, the packaging itself is once again, it's it's pretty neat. It's that same look as the Mario one. I, right. I think they set it up so that you can use the internal sort of tray as a stand, though, and then set it up as your clock or whatever. And it's kind of yeah. it kind of looks a little cheap, but it's nice that they included that as an option. Um, yeah, I kind of want one. I, I I really yeah I think you know you'll be able to get one for for retail price I think I, I rushed out and got like yeah. the Mario ones and it's like oh those well, are still available so I, I feel I gotta wait a little bit like I feel weird buying like stuff like that this close to my birthday just in case you know Never I understand know. yes totally I, I, like, I almost waited on this too because I'm like oh this that would be a nice thing for Christmas stuff to get me for Christmas up. but I'm like ah, I don't I'm just gonna get it right, uh, and then the other thing I did ask Nintendo for this because this is sold out the N64 wireless controller oh they they, they got you one yes and it is um it's it's cool. I like it. It feels exactly like an N64 controller. The analog stick just feels like that thing it was. It was just like, you know, sort of 
not a lot of resistance. Um, it, it's very, uh, you know, th that that the, the, the hexagonal or whatever it is shape here inside here, or the octagonal shape uh, feels kind of, you know, weird when you're moving the stick around. Like, yeah, I just, I'm like, I remember how this felt. This is great. Um, I, I like using it. I was using it uh, on, obviously, with the Nintendo, Nintendo 64 games on the Switch, but you could also connect it to the PC. It was a little bit challenging getting it to work correctly with RetroArch. Um, I, and I think that could have been user error. I might have accidentally like mapped two inputs to the same button, and that was causing issues because like I was trying to power drift in Excitebike 64, and it wasn't working well. I'm like, oh, well, why isn't this working? But when I connected it to the Switch, it works flawlessly. It feels great. Um, and I, you know, I have a lot of nostalgia for the N64 controller, so I think it's really it's cool, and it's also kind of absurd and silly to have a wireless N64 controller. Yeah, so, right. That's that's. Uh, they're, they're kind of like so much of the so much of the SL64 experience is uh you know making the X out of the uh wire. Yes, right? that's true. Yes, yes, exactly. Because it has the three prongs, it's very easy to do make that X the wire to put it away. Definitely that it was a huge experience. Like just like, oh, my friends are going home. I could put away these like third and fourth player controllers for a while. So yeah. Uh I don't know. I i I like it though. It's cool. I'm glad that they did it. It's it's kind of neat to have. Jeff, would you like to hear a message from CEO Bobby Kotick? I mean, not not particularly, but I think I think I think I would, it's our our uh, our duty to hear it. So go ahead, let's let's hear this thing. I, mean, I should have known this is going to happen before the end of the show. This is a transcript of uh, remarks made in a video message with the Activision Blizzard's employees. I want to talk with you today about our future and reiterate my conviction to create the most welcoming and inclusive workplace. Over the last few months, so many of you have generously and candidly shared your experiences and your insights about the type of company you want us to be. We've taken meaningful actions to improve our company and our culture, but there's more to do. To become the model workplace we all aspire to be, more change is required. But I am so confident we will get there. There will, of course, be continued media attention about us and our industry over the next few months. In fact, there's an article today, maybe you read it, that paints an inaccurate and misleading view of our company, of me personally, and my leadership. I want to say two important things about this. First, we are incredibly fortunate to have the most talented people in our industry also committed to constant improvement, and I share this commitment the second thing I want to say is that anyone who doubts my conviction to be the most welcoming, inclusive workplace doesn't really appreciate how important this is to me. Creativity and inspiration thrives best in a safe, welcoming, respectful environment. There's no substitute for that. And staying true to our values without exceptions is the best way to retain our talent and to attract the new talent we need to achieve our great potential. As I have made clear, we are moving forward with a new zero tolerance policy for inappropriate behavior, and zero means zero. Any reprehensible conduct is simply unacceptable. We have a chance to further enhance our culture and be the example other companies will follow, and we are so incredibly fortunate. Connecting and engaging the world through joy and fun is a powerful mission. Accomplishing this in a welcoming, inclusive workplace ensures we will achieve our mission with excellence. Over the last few years, our industry has had an uncomfortable spotlight that's been illuminating opportunities for us to change. And we must all, including me, embrace this need for change so we can bring our very best selves to the very best place to work. Thank you for your commitment to a culture of respect, your appreciation for the unique talents we each possess, and for maintaining the very best environment for all of us to work. For that, I am truly grateful. Uh, so, man, let's talk about some, some, some fast damage control here, Jeff. And he's not—he's not very good at it. It's so—it's—it's. No. So, it, it's, 
I mean, what's this, what's this accomplishing? Like, does he think like everyone's going to be reassured now? Like, oh, okay. Right. Well, he, yeah. Well, he actually cares about uh, a, a good work environment. Oh, he said I so. Did it. I didn't appreciate how much it meant to him. This that is was a my weird fault. line. This yeah, is we, if, my fault. If you, think, I, if you think he's not doing a good job, it's because you just don't get it. Uh, this, I'm sorry, Bobby Kotick. I, you're right. I should have done better. You're right. Um, what <laughs> yeah, a wild yeah. thing to Why say in his position. You, It's so easy to say, I relish the opportunity to prove to you how much it means to me. That's what you say. You don't fucking blame other people for not getting you. It is insane Either. how how these how you can have so much money and be so bad at everything. It is boggling my mind. Uh, he's in trouble. He knows it. Yep. He knows it. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see this play out. I think I mean I think I think the workers of Activisuals are gonna have a response. To yeah, this, I, right? Turbo Sean in chat says, uh, breaking from Jason Schreier, Activision Blizzard employees say they're launching a walkout today in response. It, today, damn. Yeah. yeah I, I, listen, I, 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 this is gonna this is gonna be happening fast. I think. Why would you want? I mean, there are, are other people that can run this company. There are, there are not, other places you can work at, and there yeah, it's and that's a, good, yeah, good point. talent is so hard right now. Yep, we've been hearing about that. Uh, it's it's going to be rough, man. It's going to be rough for that whole company for and a it's while like, now. They could like even like you know a lot of these comp a lot of studios for Activision are are based in like California and stuff like that. Expensive places to live. Uh, remote is like mm-hmm. you got me more more of an option, but you could go to some place like Montreal right now, and they'll pay you easily what you were making in the United States. Then you get like your healthcare paid for as well on top of that, like by, by the state. So like you get a little bit more money in your pocket. You're not paying as much in premiums. Uh, yeah, Montreal's got like way more competition even than, than California for these. So like your, your path forward, like, you, I mean, there's just so much competition for these people that, it, yeah, I would, it's going to be tough going for Blizzard unless they get rid of Bobby Kotick. I, I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't see how it seems the, like it has to happen. I, I, think, I don't understand. I, I, if I'm an investor today, that is the obvious path forward. What is that? that wasn't is yesterday, but now it's like you. I don't see any other option. Let's, let's take a look at the stock real quick. By the way, I played Shimigami Tensei 5, and all I want to say is that it's like Persona without the heart. Uh, <laughs> Good review. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's at $66.14, uh, also known as $66.14. Earlier today, it was at seventy two, so it's dropped. It's dropped a bit today. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm not. A, I'm not an expert in this. I mean, if you look at the five day thing, it's a. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. yeah, it had a pretty big drop today. Let's see. Let's see. It is. It appears to be. It's at a six month low. It's at a. One year low. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, so. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I got. It's at a one year low. They peaked. They had their highest on February twelfth, two thousand twenty one. It looks like. And they've been kind of. I wonder what could have happened shortly after around there. But yeah, ah, uh, man. Okay, well, something to just. We're gonna keep keep keeping our eyes on this. It's, I think this is going to be an interesting week again. Ah, uh, yeah. Literally, while everything else is happening. All right, Jeff. Should we get out of here then? Oh, hey, you know, Jeff. I know you're talking about maybe we can give some stuff away for Christmas. I'm already compiling some of these Ooh. random knickknacks and goodies. All right, so cool. I can start giving away. I actually speak of Shimigami Tensai Five. If you don't mind, it's a disgusting lack of heart. I've got this <laughs> uh, this fun mask based off the main character. I've got some Shimigami Tensai pins. They also gave me some sand. I assume it's edible. Um, I didn't get to a point in the game where magic sand has some kind of about? element. I Why got would you two things of magic edible? sand. I don't know what it's colored sand. What the hell else is it? Why would you it assume it's edible? I am going. You are making what me crazy. 
Maybe don't eat it and get mad at me. I don't know what it is. It's they, It literally just says magic sand. Legally, we have to tell you to never eat anything the last of the Nintendogs podcast it, sends you. It Legally, like we have stuff, to say that. It looks like the stuff you put into those cotton candy machines. Okay, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just colored no sugar idea, or something though. like that. Okay, I okay. think it might be colored sugar. I have no idea what it is. It's but just also have, sticks. Yeah, that's where the heart comes yeah. from. Also have this limited... We Ooh. talked about limited run earlier. Limited run, boxed version of Scott Pilgrim versus the World for Ooh. the Switch. So I, I think that'll be a fun one. I will contribute to this. I have uh, two uh, Mario Game and Watch systems unopened. Wow! And I will contribute that to, for our for our Christmas giveaway. So, all right, yeah. Uh, how, we'll how figure are we going to details here? I don't know. We'll figure that out soon, but okay. there's plenty of time. But just to yeah. start thinking about as I find things, we'll, we'll, we'll show them off here on the show. But we'll what, though, if, if you appreciate this, uh, it always helps if you tell a friend about the show, if you review the show, anything like that, that stuff's going to help. So uh, if we really appreciate it. We want to keep growing. Uh, like us right now on YouTube. If you're listening, if you're watching, hit that like button. We really appreciate it. Mike, uh, should I hit the music and get us out of here? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Do we have Christmas outro music too? Or is uh, it just still cruising blast? No, probably? it's gonna be cruising. Yeah, yeah, you're, I know you're upset. That's fair. All right, guys, thanks to you for listening so much. You can find more of me on Twitter at Tokoto T O L K O T O, and check out our '90s Disney podcast at '90sDisney.com. We'll be back on Friday with Games Beat the Sides. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just feeling yeah, I can it. See, yeah, I'm feeling it. It means a lot to me. Um, all right. I am Jeff Grubb on Twitter. Uh, join the Discord, discord.gg slash game mess. Um, you, you hear a lot of us, like, we read a lot of questions, a lot of contributions for our, for our topic each week. All that stuff comes from our podcast producers channel, which you can get into by following the, the link to our Patreon, the patreon.com slash game mess uh, in the Discord. Uh, and you get into those secret channels inside there. Uh, yeah, come, come hang out with us. It's a good time. Um, Mike, uh, you got any anything you're looking forward to for the rest of the week? Just want to get some decorating done, get some Christmas stuff happening here. Starting my shopping. That sounds good. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.